So, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only content like our pre- and post-shows, behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash Yarnista. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast, episode number 87. My name is Mike. By my side, as always, is Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing today, Elisa? I am good, doing well. How are you? I am well. Good. Thank you for asking. That was very polite of you to ask in such a polite fashion. I'm always polite. I'm, I'm the nicest wife ever. Well, I guess, yeah, I wouldn't dispute that. I would never dispute that, especially when you're sitting so close to me. With needles. With needles, sharp needles clicking away. They are size three sharp, so they are well, they are sharp. If they're sharp, I don't want to mess with that. I'm always afraid that when the, my project bag is sitting on the couch and it has like one of my sock project bags, I'm afraid that I'm going to like lay down on, or sit down on the couch yeah. and like stab myself. Well, we talked about that a while back. There's a whole what is it? There's a whole category in hospitals for knitting needle knitting injuries, related right? Injuries, yeah. It's like a four nineteen or something like that. I don't even know. My friend Rachel actually found that for found that like long, long time ago. Before like was that? I think it was before we maybe when we opened the store. But yeah, she sent me something for it. And yeah. well, I have a friend that her her daughter stabbed herself in the leg with a double point. Mm. Like it got stuck in her leg. That doesn't sound good. I had a friend in school. They just took it out. Well, yeah, she was fine. Stabbed with a pencil once, and I imagine it would be similar to that. Yeah, it was only kind of on purpose. I was not happy with him when that happened. I, I had like a piece of that graphite in my leg for, it was, it seemed like years afterward. I, I'm sure it probably actually wasn't, but it sure seemed like it was in there for a long time. My dad has, I think it's a green spot on his hand that he was, I, th- I, I might be wrong, but I think this is how the story goes. I think it was when he was in high school and he was irritating the girl in front of her, which then yeah, I'm it not sounds surprised. like it could happen. That's... And I think she turned around and stabbed him in the hand with her pen. Sure, and okay. so it, she gave him a tattoo. Nice. Yeah. Do you still have it? Oh yeah. I mean, nice. he got. I'll to... Yeah. We'll have to ask him for that next ask time. Him to see yeah. That next time. Can I see your? I think it's oh, green. It's, it's like a Phoebe's tattoo of the world. When she got her tattoo, it's just a little dot. Oh, because yeah. they stuck her with a needle from and she friends. Was done. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Meanwhile, Rachel got the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, everybody, for joining us here on episode number 87 of the podcast. Uh, if you want to do some online shopping, make sure you go to elisatheyarnista.com because we just handily have some things over on the right-hand side you can click on that will take you to Amazon because, of course, that's where you're going to shop anyway. So go to Amazon after clicking on the thing over on elisatheyarnista.com. And then from there, uh, when you put stuff in your cart and check out, there's a good chance Amazon will kick a couple pennies over to us here at the program. That will allow us to do all kinds of things like eat food, pay our mortgage, buy a dishwasher, buy a dishwasher, which we need a dishwasher, 
web hosting, all those other kind of things that we have to do and everybody else has to do in their lives. But that's an easy free way that you can support us. Another thing you can do is, uh, as always, you hear that Patreon commercial, which for those of you that, that have not figured it out yet, that is me. That's what? talking. Yes, I, I did record that podcast or that commercial myself. I produced it. I wrote it. I didn't technically. I didn't write. I kind of stole pieces of it from somebody else. But but that's besides the point. You were inspired. I was inspired by another Patreon person, uh, and I did that before I got my recording booth set up, so I could maybe go back in and re-record and rewrite a couple things I want to change. But I'm rambling now. The point, I guess. Being on a podcast, rambling is not necessarily a bad thing because you kind of have to fill up whatever amount of time you've allotted for the program. Yeah, you need you need to, you need to talk for a while. You got to talk, so that's what I'm doing. But so talking about Patreon, a couple things. I'm trying to remember exactly how I'm, yeah. I'm doing all this. So I, I so this is weird because <laughs> you had a big plan. I was forced to make some changes, not changes, but I was forced to do some things on Patreon because for each tier, you know, we have a one dollar tier, a five dollar tier, and for each of those, you can kind of put a little little blurb in there, and then you can talk about, you know, what you get for a dollar, what do you get for five dollars? All that stuff just disappeared. I don't know where it went. I didn't do anything to it. I know you didn't do anything to it. I don't even know how to get in there. Exactly. So. I went in there and I started looking at it. I remember why I was looking at it for whatever reason. And it was gone. All that stuff was gone. So I went in and rewrote it. And in Rollo did it. It's probably Rollo. He's got it in for us. He doesn't like to eat or something. I don't know. Because that Patreon stuff, that that pays for his dog food. He's mad because the whiskey is all gone from the barrel. Or it didn't get refilled. Because there were theories that. that he drank it all. Yeah. Actually, right now it looks like he maybe did because he just passed out on the floor. Which is Yay. fine. But if you go to the patreon.com slash Lisa the Arnista, uh, at the $1 level, you'll get to kind of join in the community stuff that goes on there. There's a community tab where you can comment and have discussions with all the cool people that sign up for Patreon. Plus, when we start uh, uploading videos from time to time, you're going to get uh, early access without commercials. So for that, I don't know, like a week before we make it public. After it goes public, of course, we'll put ads on it. But for that week, you'll get access to those without ads. But for the $5 level, that's where you get the, the uh, video podcast. Uh, there's a possibility. We're going to try it next week, maybe. Do a, a run on it to uh, actually record the podcast live streaming on YouTube. So you can join us while we are here talking live and in person. Actually, it's like a minute delay on it. But, you know, it's it's about as live as we're probably going to get anytime soon. But you can is that do that in case you accidentally say a swear or something, or is it just no, a delay for it? There's just uploading. Seem, yeah, it seems like there's like a 30 second delay, which there always is when you're streaming. There's some sort of a, a delay in there, whether it's YouTube or Twitch or whatever. And then I add an additional 30 second delay to kind of help prevent buffering and stuff, so that oh. it hopefully maintains yep. the video quality a little bit better. Because again, we're not going to be interacting. We don't don't want to take away from what other, everybody is hearing on the audio podcast, so we're not going to change that a whole lot. But you know, while it's going on, there's a chat room. You can go in there and chat while we're talking, and you know, have a conversation amongst yourself and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. We're going to try that next week. We'll see. I get feedback from uh, the current five dollar Patreon patrons and see kind of what they think and if we want to continue it. Um, but 
the cool thing that I just added, which I haven't tested because I'm not sure there's a way to test it, but uh, at the $5 level, you will also get the uh, program without commercials. Right now, the only commercial we have is the, the Patreon thing at the beginning of the show. And I figure if you're already, if you are a Patreon member, you know about Patreon, so you don't need to hear about that anymore. So there'll be two versions of the podcast. So there'll be the one that goes up on iTunes and Stitcher, and that'll have the Patreon stuff and Again, if we get, you know, 200,000, 500,000 listeners at some point in the future and we have advertisements from Squarespace and Blue Apron and all the mattress stores. But will there be an option if they want to listen to your voice? Yeah, you can always go to iTunes and get it. But go to Patreon. When you sign up for the $5 level, you will get your own RSS feed link that you can paste into your uh, podcast player, whether it's iTunes or at least you use Overdrive. Overcast? Yes, Overcast. Overcast. I use Beyond Pod. You can paste that in there and you'll get your own version of the show without, right now, without that commercial. And if at any point in the future we have commercials, which we're going to have to get a lot more listeners for that to happen, but that's okay. You'll get, you'll get it without those commercials as well. So that's kind of a cool thing that, that I just added. So there'll be two versions of the show, one with the commercials, one without. Uh, $5 a month, that's what a buck twenty-five a show. You'll get the video version and the, the audio version without commercials except for the, the, the there's two months that you get you'll you'll end up getting five episodes right isn't that how it works probably out? so yeah yeah you'll get 52 episodes there you go per year however that works out to per month something like that yeah. are there any months with only no there wouldn't be three like even february is going to have four full weeks in it so yeah, yeah. patreon.com slash alisa the arnista check it out and before we go any further, I need to open myself a beverage. And the beverage that I'm going to open was suggested to us by friend of the show, Rachel. She sent this in a little bit ago. And for those of you that know, actually, it's probably pretty much everybody at this point, or maybe not, that Elisa cannot eat carbohydrates or drink carbohydrates. So are you... I can drink carbohydrates. Carbs don't. Sugar is a carb. Oh, no, carb. not carbohydrates. Gluten. Gluten. That's very different. I, very oh, different. Don't take one of my carbs. So do you, you have celiacs? Yes. You are celiac. I have celiac. That's how you say it? I have celiac. So, like, you're a Hulkamaniac. You're not, you're not, you don't have Hulkamania. I don't know. I've always wondered how you say what's the proper way to say that. You, I mean, you have celiacs, but does that, are, but you're not a celiac. Right? Now we're going to go with that. Yeah, just go with whatever. So I what Rachel... I, I'm not great at the English, so... What do you mean not great at the English? Well, at the, like, the terminology, or like, I don't know. You say it every day, you talk in English. You're really good at it. I, I try. You have, you have your I own try. podcast, after all. God. So what she recommended to us... <laughs> Anybody can have a podcast. Which is true. Uh-huh. There's a lot of them out there. But... Because Elisa cannot eat or drink gluten, I almost said carbohydrates Which again. is so good. You, so but. we're always on the search for beers and things like that. One of the things that you'll find all over the place is ciders, apple ciders and various ciders. And uh, Rachel posted a picture, gave sent us a picture of some hard cider from Seattle Cider Company. And there was... A uh, couple, like there was the normal ones, like there was a dry one and there was a, I don't even know, like there's a, three or four different kinds. And then there was a, a, a basil mint. The basil mint looked really good. And there's an oak, oaked maple. So I went mm-hmm. to purchase some of these 
and I could not find or they did not have the basil mint, which I was looking forward to trying. So I might might go somewhere else and see if we can find that one. But they did have the oaked maple. So this is oaked maple hard cider made with Washington apples. It sounds very interesting. I'm not really sure what to expect from this. Well, it's it's a, it's a seasonal. It says this unique semi-sweet cider is fermented with oak chips and black sweetened and back sweetened with pure Vermont maple syrup. I like syrup, and making it the perfect the perfect accompaniment to chilly winter weather, which I am chilly. So, which this will be good for today. Well, and you were saying the basil mint sounds like it'll be good for summer. So maybe when it warms yep. up, we'll see. If I, I'll see if I can track down some of that basil mint. Jennifer Street Market is where she was. When yeah, she found it, but that's a long way to go. I don't know where that is, so I have to look. I'll maybe I'll look on the website Madison, and I'll find it. But so this is somewhere it's so there's dry is zero bricks. I don't know what a bricks is, B-R-I-X, and then sweet is five bricks. This is right in the middle. So this is like two and a half bricks. Which again, I don't know what the heck a brick is. Bricks. I don't know. I'm sure it's a measuring component that is fancier than us. Well, obviously we don't even know what it means. I feel I feel like I've heard the term before. Have you? Yes. Truly, I feel like I have. In regards to is it beverages? Yeah. Or is it just mm-hmm. it's strictly beverages? I don't know. I think, well, I would think so. I think it's it, like a, maybe a measurement for my, it doesn't want to read my, It's the, a, of course, it's my, the, the can is sweating. So it, my, I can't use my fingerprint thing on my phone. Yeah. It's, it's directly between, halfway between dry and sweet. So whatever that means. And it says it's not your standard cider, which this is a pint. This is. This is 6.9% alcohol, so this is heavy duty. This is not like apple juice or something. I don't know what a cider normally is as far as alcohol con- alcohol content, but 6.9% seems like a lot. So if I don't like this, I'm going to open this up and try it. But if I don't like it, I've got myself a 12-bottom IPA from Port Huron Brewing Company, kind of on deck just in case. And this is, I'm looking for the alcohol content on, the, on this one, and I don't ah. see it. Degree bricks is the sugar content of an aqueous solution. One degree mm. bricks is one gram of sucrose in 100 grams of solution and represents the strength of the solution as percentage by mass. It, it looks like it's for wine. It, um, the bricks is traditionally used in um, the wine, sugar, carbonated beverage, fruit juice, and honey industries. I bet we heard it when we were watching that Oh, at the the uh, psalm, the the book about or the 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 documentary about the sommeliers. Oh, that could I be. I bet we, it was in there. So I bet we've heard about it from like people that like actually know what they're doing with wine tasting instead of tasting it and being like, "Well, that's good." Yeah, or that's not good. Which is plenty for me. Wine isn't always good. Mo- well, yeah. no, most of the time it seems to be. Well, we get the same thing. Yeah. So. All right. So you ready to try this? Yeah. All right. We're gonna try Seattle Cider Company. Oaked maple hard cider. So let's see what this is all about. I feel weird drinking out of a can. Yeah, it does. That's kind of what I thought too, but I think you're starting to see that more. You see even more IPAs and stuff in cans. It smells good. Yeah, because all that's in here, did you read the ingredients? Yeah, there's like it's five. Just fresh pressed Washington apples, pure Vermont maple syrup, oak chips, and sulfites. There's oak it. chips in here? Yeah. That sounds dangerous. It gets slivers in my well, throat. Well, how else would you get the oaked maple? Well, but they don't. They can take them out. They probably they don't take have to them leave out. them in the can. It sounds dangerous. What do you think? Definitely taste the oak. Elise is making a funny face. 
it's weird. I don't think it's weird. I don't know. It's it's not as uh, mapley as I was expecting. Okay, it's good. I'm that was to... a quick turn from uh, weird to good. I think the oak threw me off. Let me try again. It's better with a clean palate. Well, I had red wine, so that probably did not help things. Uh, well, that should be pretty oaky too, right? I think that's a different kind of oaky. Oh, uh, oak is oak. So yeah. good. I, I'm going to stick with this until this, until this is gone. Then I'll uh, move over to my, my Port Huron 12 bottom IPA. Well, we but have... good. Yeah, I got some cider last... I don't like sweet ciders, so this is good. I, I like it because it's not sweet. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try... When we were um, getting... We were getting beverages for um, the campfire last weekend. I got, I was looking, they had this at our local liquor store. Not this okay. kind. They had the the super dry one and I was contemplating it because I like dry. Yeah. I like dry. Um, like I like dry champagne too. I'm not a big fan of sweet champagnes. I'm not really a big, I'm not really a big fan of like sugary sweet things mm-hmm. as it is anyway. Because yeah, I don't. Cool. Yeah. So would this be a recommend for those people listening to the show that want to know, should they go out and buy Seattle Cider Oaked maple hard cider? I think so. I think the the flavor is a little bit different because it, it's definitely... Well, it's, it sounds like all of their flavors are pretty unique, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely cider, so I don't know how long they'll be doing the seasonal. I mean, I imagine the seasonal or the season for oaked maple is probably coming to an end. Well, probably by Sunday or Monday. Sunday or Monday? It, it's supposed to warm up again, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I hope so. I'm oh, tired of this. So. 30s stuff Cold again. and wet and raining so, and yeah, I think so. Final verdict, if you can find this oak maple hard cider, give it a shot. It's good when it's cold and no, we are not being paid by a Seattle Cider mm-hmm. Company to do this, unfortunately. But if, if if anybody knows anybody at Seattle Cider Company that wants to pay us to drink this while we're recording the show, feel free to give them our email. Or podcast. if they just want to give us some cider. Or just give us some cider. We'll, we'll do it for cider. Yeah. Word, easy. If you uh, would like to send us your business propositions and advertising possibilities, send an email, podcast, at elisatheyarnista.com. And uh, if you just want to chat with us and say, hey, how's it going? Or you want to give us some Canadian canoes to talk about, whatever you want to do, send us an email. We always like to get those. Those are fun. This is good. I like that it tells you like what to kind of expect for the sweetness because it's hard to yeah. find drier ciders everything is so sweet yeah well, a lot of people like that so yeah it's good all right so let's move it on to this stuff i have to talk about that what i, I wasn't quite ready for that oh which i don't know why i shouldn't have been ready for that we always go in the same order i you. know we do <laughs> you're so shouldn't be a surprise you're still trying to decide if you like 87 that times or not. 87 times so I'm actually right now I'm knitting on my I'm still working on my uh, uh, my sport white vanilla as the new black and the opal um, six ply. Um, I'm still working on the cuffs. I haven't gotten very far on these. They're just you know take with I kind of I grab them and throw them in my purse when I need something to knit on. So and actually I had to start them over. So yeah. I would be further if I because remember. What was it? 52 was too many. So yeah. I had to start them over. Uh, so, but I am making some good progress. I think I have what, probably about four inches here. We got a tape measure up there if you want to measure it. 
Or you can use that thing that's on your wrist. I can use this thing on my wrist that I will have at the store pretty soon. Yay. Um, no, I have three inches. No, four inches. Yep, I have four inches. So I think I have to go to six and then I get to do the heel. So I'm close. Yeah. I'm close. So I use my leather wrist ruler that we will have at the store pretty soon. Yay. They're on the way. Very excited. Can tell. We will have them available in four colors. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a lot of colors. Um, So I'm working on those um, as kind of whenever I have time. I have, well, I have two pairs of sport weight socks that are just stocking that that I've been working on. The one big thing that I've been working on is my um, Sandshore cardigan by Alicia Plummer for Shannon's Tees Tops and Tanks Knit Along. And I am really, really far on this. It looks a mess right now because it's lace and it's all crumpled. It, well, it's lace and it's linen, and linen just kind of makes you look like you're the worst knitter ever, and you don't know how to knit at all. And then you got lace in here, and it I've I keep pulling it apart because it doesn't look right when it's all like bunched up. Um, but it's all right. I keep thinking, it'd be just terrible if I got done and then looked at the lace up toward the top, and oh no, I screwed up all the way up there, and I can't fix it. But it's looking really nice. It's I'm actually I'm working on the bottom ribbing right now, and I think I have two more rows, and then I bind off. Hmm. And then I have sleeves, and they're only three-quarter sleeves, so they'll go really fast. Yeah, I cast this on last Friday, like a week and a half, mm-hmm. l- less than a week and a half ago. Yeah. Friday the 20, oh, what is today? Today is the 29th. So Friday the 21st. So I've been working on it for, I knit a lot. I knit quite a bit at your, um, when we were at your dad's. It smells like campfire still too. I was wondering about that, how, yeah. how much uh, smoky smell you picked it up It does. It, it's better now. The first it's couple days, bad. um, the first couple days I worked on it, I, it kind of bothered my eyes and my nose cause I don't do great with campfire, but yeah. it bothered me, but it's, it's better now. So, but yeah, it's, it's almost done. I am, I do have to say though, for some reason, the lace on the pattern is, well, the lace on the actual project, um, and looking at the other projects on Ravelry, it seems to be working up different than it looks like in her sample. Which supposedly they're both in the same pattern. Yeah. So how does so, that happen? Um, so that's interesting. But I like the lace, the way that it's coming out on here. So, um, but yeah, and I think I'm probably going to need one more ball of yarn because I don't think this is going to quite cut it. I have like a ball and a half left for sleeves and the button band, and I'm... Mm thinking i'm gonna need an extra ball that's a bummer which i have an extra one i have to weigh it and make sure that i didn't like misplace something but i'm pretty sure i'm at the point that i think i'm at right now for what i got for yarn because i think i grabbed an extra one just in case and i think i'm going to definitely need the extra one so if anybody nets that i would recommend um this quince and company it's it's done in quince and company kestrel um which is like it's a chain construction linen um it's an air and weight so it's really fast to knit up um but I would recommend getting an extra one, and you can always do an accessory or something with it later. Mix it with a couple other colors if you don't need it, because um, Quince doesn't have huge dye lots. And mm. there is a – I've seen a big difference with their dye lots at the store. Like our dark black in the um, in the Kestrel, it looks very – It even the black looks different hmm. between dye lots, so – yeah, so, so that's plan that. ahead. So I think I'm I'm hoping I can maybe get this done this weekend. That'd be cool. Um, and then I f- I feel like if I can get this done, 
or if I keep working on it and thinking positive thoughts that maybe I can bring spring here for us. So everybody listening and watching, think positive thoughts so Lisa can finish this. She needs all the positive thoughts and help she can get. Because we want warm weather we to want stay. Spring. We want spring. Yeah, we want spring desperately. Um, so that's that. Um, I still have all my socks and the needles. I haven't been doing much with the. They've been just kind of sitting there because I've been plugging away at that sweater because yep. it's just like it's addictive. I actually knit on it at the store. I nice. talked about that last week too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've been. I haven't been working. I worked on it on Sunday and. I've only been working on it pretty much at open knitting at the store. So um, I am still only on my second color for my find your fade for the knit along, which I don't know. So, but I have one more, I have, there's four, I think four or three lace repeats for the lace section. I only have one more repeat and then um, I get to join my, Third color, which really isn't very exciting because my first color, if you look on my Instagram, the, the pictures on there, the first color is a really pretty green. Second one is kind of a, what, kind of a orange, a burnt orangish kind of brown green. Yeah. And then it goes into brown. So I'm really not into like the exciting colors yet, but I think it's going to be really pretty. Um, I'm excited to get past this, the, the next brown, because then I go into um, rayon vert, which is kind of a... It's kind of a purpley, greenish. Yeah, so that'll be like the beginning of colors as and much as I like, can handle colors. Yeah, it's not like super bright fluorescent. Is there a fluorescent purple? Is there such a thing? I suppose. Yeah. Um, Saba. Uh, I want to say, is it Sabatoria? Is a really pretty purple. What is that? Malabrigo sock. Sab- uh, Sabaduria. It's Sabaduria, which is in my other colors that i have lined up that for, for a fade that's super bright i'm gonna do two of them oh i think so cool because i think i'm gonna do this one that's nice muted like colors that i can wear all the time and then the other one i think is bright colors that would be fun for like a pop of color in the winter a and pop i think of color and i think it would be just really fun to knit too because i picked out some crazy colors there's light 11 there which is like a hot pink and yeah fun stuff so but I'll knit on that some more. Um, I started, but I have to do it again. So I think I talked about this last time. I was going to cast on for it, and I cast on on the way to your dad's on Sunday because I wanted to get the ribbing cast on. So because I'm like, I can work mm-hmm. on ribbing. I don't need to pay any attention to that. Um, the Alpenglühen. Um, by Isabel Kramer. Um, but my um, my friend that I'm knitting it with, um, we're a little bit the same when it comes to knitting things. So I, I had thought about it when I cast on, and I'm like, oh, no, she would have said something. And um, she came in today and said something um, after we've already, you know, cast on. Started. And so the, um, so Alpenglühen is a, it's a it's a bottom up cardigan that it's knit in one piece up to the underarms and it has like 18 stitch cable panel um, up each front side um, and I was thinking about it the way that the stitches are kind of set up and I'm like oh I'm not gonna worry about it because I'm sure she took care of it um, that I like when the ribbing feeds into the cables 
It just looks really nice. Yeah. Um, but when um, Amanda came to see me today, what she told me was, yeah, no, it doesn't. No? So she dropped down one spot and tried to fix it. And so, yeah. So she uh, is starting over. She was 10 rows into the body. And so I'm going to have to rip back and recast on and figure out how to do it because I really want those cables to feed in or the the ribbing to feed into the cables. So, but it'll be easier now because the pattern doesn't have a chart. I don't know why it doesn't have a cable chart, Hmm. Um, but I just, I couldn't, I I need that visual to see where I'm at. So I used my designing program today and made myself a cable chart. Smart. So yeah, yeah. why not? It makes sense. Yep, because I need I need I need the cable chart to go off of to see where I'm where I'm going and everything. But yeah, I think this is going to be a really fast knit too. So I'm knitting this one. Um, I'm I'm knitting it based on the based on Isabel's pattern, um, and I'm using her stitch counts. But I am I did do a custom fit draft to just kind of see where things fall with it mm-hmm. um, as far as the shaping. So I think I'm going to see like when I get a little bit further, because th- the nice thing with this sweater is that there's a cable panels on the front, but the back is all stockinette. So all of the shaping happens on the back of the sweater. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to see how my custom fit pattern compares where the shaping should be starting and um, how much shaping there is compared to um, Isabel's pattern, which I think she probably uses just standard standard shaping and sizing for yeah. it. So it'll be interesting, and I might just do something in between. But otherwise, I'm knitting the pattern as is, but I'm doing more ribbing on the bottom. And um, so I think I'm in, the pattern has two inches of ribbing. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do four on the bottom. And I'm probably going to do six-inch cuffs, six-inch ribbed cuffs. And somebody had the brilliant idea, and now I'm going to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think this came up at um, in Sweater Lab on Thursday night because I'm going to do the cuffs. I just have like two inches of ribbing on them, but I'm going to start the ribbing sooner. And then I'm going to so I'll have probably about five to six inches of exposed ribbing on the sleeve. But then I'm also going to go down longer to probably right below my knuckles, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put a thumb hole in it. Sure, yeah. So when I'm not fold it over if you want to, yeah, or, fold yeah. it over, or I can use it to yeah. And then um, it just has I think like an inch and a half, or um, probably an inch and a half, um, just two by two rib uh, crew neck on it. And I'm going to take and do that probably. I'm thinking probably six inches, six or seven inches, and halfway through I'll go up to a larger needle and then it can flop over. So cool. I think it's going to be really cozy. Yeah, I'm really excited. So, and like I'm not changing anything too dramatically. Someone did the. Um, I'll probably do the front button band a little bit wider too, just to kind of balance everything out. But yeah, somebody did it. Um, knit it in a really pretty brown. It's at the top of the. I think I talked about this last week. The um, it's at the top of the 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 featured projects. Um, and she did that that really cool like fold over collar on it, so hmm, I'm excited neat. to do that. But yeah, so I'm gonna have to rip this out. I only have, you know, three of my four inches of ribbing done, and rip it out and do math and make sure everything works out right. So, oh boy. but yeah, no, it's okay. I'm not that far yet. So, um, and I think is that it really. I think that's really all I have. I haven't cast on my Wolf River and Homestead yet. 
because I need my nines that are on that are on my um, my sand shore. I have another set, but they're on the neck of I don't need to have all three sweaters going at the same time. No, two is probably plenty. Yeah, I have the my other nines are on the collar for uh, timber, but that's going to sit there for a little while, I think. Probably be a shop sample for a little while because I think it'll probably be done like this summer. I'm not going to wear, probably wear that this summer, but yeah, so that's what I've got going on. What do you have on your needles? I have nothing on my needles right now, but people but. listening can put things on their needles if they go to fireflyfibers.com mm-hmm. because that's where Elisa and I, that's not where, that's where, well, that's where Elisa works. She works at the dot com. She also works in person at Firefly Fibers in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. Make sure you go there and do some shopping for yarn and probably most of the things that Lisa just talked about. And as always, if you put at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart, that qualifies you for free shipping. And make sure when you get to check out, you use the offer code free ship. It's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. Look at your free shipping on that entire order of $100 or more. Yeah, and the Kestrel is not, the Quince Linen is not on there again because we can't, um, we can't sure. sell it in our online shop, but you can always send me a message and I can get an order set up for you. But yeah, everything else is there. And if you, I'll, I'm going to try and get my project pages updated. I need to do that. I'm just, I, I would rather knit than update my project pages. Then, yeah, I would imagine. But I should update my project pages, so I'll do that. So that way, if you want to know what I'm working on, if, yeah, you weren't taking notes or you can always ask me to. Or you can just go back and listen to that part again. You could. It's not like once you listen to it, it's gone. It's not like next week where it's going to be live. Well, but even there, but there'll still be a video after the fact. Mm-hmm. You can go back. You can watch that part twenty-seven times if you want to. Okay. I, if you, I mean, if you then actually, I tell you what, listen to it once. If there, if you miss something, go back, listen to it again, and take notes that time. Okay. So you don't have to spend all of your time re-listening to the same part of the at least the is as much fun as it is. And as informative as it is, and as much fun as you have, you don't need to listen to it multiple times. Anything else you want to talk about there? No. Do you want to talk about, since we're talking about Firefly Fibers and owning a yarn shop, you want to talk about uh, some of the things that you have done recently that are a cool part of owning a yarn shop? What have I done recently? This right here. Just like other than like going to work. It's cool just going to work. That's probably true most of the time. No, yeah, I um, earlier this week, um, Monday, I drove to Milwaukee and um, I met with the other yarn shop owners that are um, part of the um, Wandering You Yarn Crawl, which this will be the second year and um, southeastern Wisconsin. Yep. And, and this year is going to be a lot more organized and there'll be more yeah. information available yeah there's um so yeah we we did a lot we we had a wonderful meeting um it was just it was a lot of fun meeting with other shop owners and sure how many were there um there were five shops there cool five four four shops and um we have added um one more shop so we i think fiberwood studio i think is what it is um and I'm not sh- I'm not familiar with them, but they're going to be on it. And then I um, I was tasked with a few things. Um, one of the things I was tasked with was to see if I could find um, 
something to help kind of because we're pretty far away from Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're not pretty far, but I mean, we're further than anything else. And there's just not a whole lot in between. So I was tasked with finding something kind of between us um, to kind of bridge the gap. And the 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 thought came up to um, find a um, a fiber farmer, an alpaca farm. And I found Silver Creek Alpaca. And they're just um, outside of Hartford. So I enlisted her yesterday. Neat. So I emailed do? her, and um, so they're going to be part of the crawl. They have a they have a shop. Um, they're doing some work right now on. I think they built a new building, um, and they're working on getting the new shop settled. So their store is not open right now, um, but they uh, it will be open. I think early May, mid May, I think. So I'll go out there and check things out and but yeah they're part of the yarn crawl now so that'll be a lot of fun yeah had something different and that's i think yep a nice unique offering something a little bit different and yeah so yeah she was more than happy to and she got back to i was so surprised she got back to me really fast and i had forgotten that it is um the alpaca show the midwest alpaca show this weekend yeah so i mean she was a little busy oh i imagine but she still she still got back to me so yeah so that that'll be a lot of fun um we're working on some other some fun stuff, and it's just it's it's been a lot of fun working with the other the other shop owners and having you know responsibilities in it. And you know I'm not good at just yeah. sitting and riding along. Well, and last year was kind of thrown together higgledy piggledy. Is kind of hey, you want to participate? And then yep. okay, yeah. And they took the ladies from Cream City Yarn. They took care of everything, which yep. I think as the first year that that probably was best. It worked out that well. one person handles everything. But and I was just like, let me know if I can help with anything because I'm not yeah. good at just I'm not good at letting everybody else handle stuff. I, I like I like getting my hands dirty and doing some stuff too. So um, so yeah, it's fun. So every every shop is going to have their own um, their own pattern and some yarn to go with it. So. I am brainstorming my designs in my head. Sure. So, and there is a website. Yep, there's a website. I'm not sure if they're going to be changing the um, the URL on it. So right now, if you go to Wandering You on Facebook, you can click through to the website. But I'm thinking there because right now it is the hosting website. It's not on. Okay, so the, it's not ready to go yet. But there's a Facebook there. page. Yep, there's a Facebook page. Um, yeah. Oh, so it's oh, so the dates. <laughs> That's where we're going. Um, so we decided, which is so fun because we all get to do it now. So it's it's really fun to have like, you know, part ownership in something sure. like this. So um, the dates are, um, we decided that the, the, feedback, the feedback that we got last year is that two days just wasn't enough. Yeah. And I think because one of those days was a Friday and I know people took Friday off to like go crawling because we were only open Friday for it and mm-hmm. it was insane. Like, no, I'm like, serious. don't these people have jobs? Well, and yeah, but it's worth taking. The they day. take a day off. Would you rather go to work or would you rather take the day and drive around to a bunch of yarn shops and shop? Yeah. What what sounds like more fun? Yeah. I, I tell you right now, which I would rather do. So, yeah. So they, um, we decided to extend it. And I think it sounds like all the shops are going to all have the same hours this year because that was that was Good. a difficult thing too. Sure. So um, the shops will all have the same hours. So the we extended it one day. Um, so it will be Friday through Sunday, July twenty eighth through the thirtieth. Cool. So mark your calendar. Save the date. Well, and obviously, if you're not in this area, you won't be able to attend. You'll but want to come to this area. Maybe, yeah, make get a your trip. plane ticket. Come on out. 
Yeah. But it's just fun to talk about. So it'll be interesting. How many shops are involved total? Um, so we have, I think, seven stops right now. Fun. Yep. Yep. So four of us are carrying, or five of us are carrying over from last year. One of the shops from last year has closed, which mm-hmm. kind of helped bridge the gap right. a little bit So in our area. So I think it'll be fun having something that's a little bit different, a little bit more kind of fiber farm and yeah yeah and i'm always jealous I, I was jealous last year that i couldn't go and i'm even more jealous this year that i don't get to go yeah that's the thing when you're you're a when, shop when owner, you're the you only miss out one on some of that well last year we had one of the the manager from cream city came in because she's i've known her for years yeah but yeah she came in and she's like i don't have to work today so i'm doing the crawl <laughs> so yeah and i think one of the i know one of the other girls that works at cream city she stopped in and it sounds like she's going to try and get out for the crawl too because they awesome. don't want to they don't want to work all three days they want to no. be able to get out and do some crawling so yeah maybe you should have somebody come in that's not me and, and manage the store for a day i don't know about that no no yeah. i think i'd rather have you manage the store for a day what if i want to go crawling with you you want to go crawling yeah. we can do our own little yarn crawl how about that uh, i'll make us a map well yeah, we kind of did that and when we were up in minneapolis mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm there weren't any special events or anything, though. We crawled to four shot, three shops. Yeah. So yeah, so it's I'm I'm excited. We're working on some fun promotional stuff, and yeah, I just think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited. It's I think last year it was kind of like I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to expect, and it was well, kind of the like first time it's ever people happened. even gonna come? Is anybody yeah. even gonna show up? And we opened. I think we opened at eight last year, and was there it? was like nobody between eight and ten. So. Well, we opened early because we were closing early and oh, yeah. going, um, and we had, you know, somebody was getting married. So Somebody was, and they're still married. They are. All these years later. All these years. So, yeah, but it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of, a lot of good ideas that came out of it, and I think it's going to be even, it's going to be bigger and even better this year, and it's just, like I said, it's just really cool to be part of something like this with sure. the other shop well, owners. Well, it's nice to see that other, other shops and you're all kind of working together and uh, it's not like sometimes you hear about places where you, you absolutely no cooperation and you're not going to mm-hmm. communicate or talk to each other and like this weird competitive thing going on but it's it's nice that you you guys are getting together and meeting in person and making plans and well and i mean for me i'm so far away but I mean, for the shops in the Milwaukee area, I mean, they all have something different to offer. Yeah. So, Milwaukee's a big city. Milwaukee's it's not big, like there's, yeah. you know, eight people in Milwaukee. There's right. enough people there to support multiple yarn shops. Well, and we were talking about it, too, is that, they're, you know, well, you know, how, where do you think people are going to come from? Like, I would anticipate that people are going to be coming from the Chicago area. Because, I mean, Potentially. I, have, I have customers that come from Chicago on a, day, on a regular basis and Green Bay. I mean, it's not, we have, we have some ladies that come from menominee i mean that's what a three-hour drive yeah so yeah yeah people are willing to drive for yarn and a special event like that would be fun yeah we can plan on spending a whole day or maybe a couple days maybe you come down for the first day and spend the night and finish up the next day or stay for all three it's not disney it's not like you've got you could start and end at Firefly. You you could that would be that you that it would be something you could do because we will be open a Sunday, the I only not, Sunday ever. Yeah, I would not participate in that one. That would be a little. I I like shopping for yarn and whatnot, but that would be that what? would be too much. What three days with only what eight shops? Seven. That'd be a little much. Well, 
Yeah, but if you do, you figure you do two or three a day, and then you do one on the last day. Oh, okay. Because the last, Sunday's only noon to four. Oh, okay. So it's a short day. All right. So, but, yeah, and a lot of people last year said that, and I, I we were talking about, like, where to kind of extend it, and I told, I said a lot of people last year said they were coming, they were coming out our way first because they wanted to avoid Friday, like, in-town city traffic. Sure. So they came out to see us. And then we're going to do the stuff in the city on, on the weekend. So yeah. yeah, and some of those shops. I mean, it took me it took me an hour and twenty minutes to get to the shop where the meeting was. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's a uh, yeah, they kind of a little spread out. Yeah, which again is extra cool that they invited you to be a participant. Yep, and it's a pretty drive too from Milwaukee. Oh yeah, and yeah. easy. Yeah, it's easy. Yep. So that's it. We're going to be doing another yarn crawl. So I'm sure we'll talk more about that once that. When is that again? July. July 28th through 30th. All right. So we'll probably talk about that. A few more times. Come August. Yeah. After it happens. All right. We're going to talk about some knitting canoes. And this is, I wasn't going to talk about this one, but I think it's almost too much fun that we can't ignore it. Elisa's going to share this on her Facebook page and I don't know, wherever else. Because Everywhere. It's, it's, it's all the, pictures. It's the most amazing thing ever. So... Some of you will this probably... This comes from my sister-in-law, Jennifer. Oh, yeah? She sent it to me, and then I asked her if she sent it to you, she too, because to I didn't me. want her to send it to you, because then I was afraid we were going to end up with goats. Oh, man. So, yeah, the, we have a lot of goat stories here on Canadian Canoes. This time, though, the goats are actually wearing sweaters, some of them, so it's it's appropriate. 21 of them. It's not just goats to uh, to talk about goats. These goats are actually wearing knitted sweaters. But basically, it's a, a talking about a couple who started raising goats, and kind of some of these pictures are hilarious. You have, to, you have to see these pictures to to make the story. But they ended up with thirty two goats. They started with two. They started with two, and then at some point, I don't. I'm hoping they weren't all breeding with each other because that would just be know. weird. But I, I imagine they acquired goats over the course of years. But at, over time, they ended up with thirty two goats, and then all of a sudden, within um, all, all at the same time, like within a month, 10 of the female goats had gotten pregnant and then they all gave birth at the same time in the same week. So they went from 32, Aww. they added 21 cute baby little goats. baby goats. So they got 53 goats now, but they started an Instagram, uh, Instagram account for the, the goats. It's, uh, goats underscore gone underscore grazing underscore acres so goats gone grazing acres with underscore in each of those so if you want to follow the exploits of all the baby goats and you should and you should because they're all well they're doing goat things which is jumping around and climbing on things and wearing sweaters and just being super cute well i was wondering like how are they getting like so many amazing (laughs) pictures well they have they have 32 Adult goats and twenty-one yeah. baby goats. So I'm pretty sure there's always a photo op happening. There is a lot of activity. Yeah, on their this Instagram farm right feed now. is the best thing ever. Like so. you need this. You need to follow that. And don't don't turn on notifications. I turned on notifications because I'm like I want notifications I for all like of all of it. And then my phone was blowing up, and I'm like, okay, I can't keep up with all the goat stuff. So it it there's enough of it that it shows up automatically, yeah, you know, because so. of the algorithm. Sometimes you don't see things, but, but you'll see it. We're not going to tell you what to do. I you mean, can if do you whatever want, you want. If you want notifications on the on the goat pictures because you want to see every single one, you don't want to miss a thing, they don't want to close so my cute. eyes, don't want to fall asleep because I'll miss the goat pictures, baby, oh, and I don't so want to miss a thing. 
But, they, there's a lot of videos too. Oh, fantastic! There's babies running around and them ramming each other in the head. Well, and yeah. Them like cuddling and getting ready to sleep, and oh, they're adorable. Yeah. So as yeah. always, I will post this uh, link to the story underneath the podcast player at elisa.theernisa.com/slash/podcast, and you can find it because it's got the uh, Instagram account thing there too. What? He's just being cute. Yeah. After he yelled for a while first. Well, he needs attention. He doesn't need attention. He's, well, I think I he says, he I'm so hungry. You got like 10 minutes until supper. It's not even close. This is food on the floor oh, still, he did? too? Oh, yeah. It's probably on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Rollo. He doesn't eat all the time. Um, He's a husky. What's another good story that we should look at? Oh, this was cool. I know. That's all so, I had. This one was fun because I got this from somebody on Facebook who just shared it, who has... He's actually the brother of my head trainer when I went to professional wrestling school. And so, I, you know, we're friends on Facebook, of course, because you're friends with everybody you ever knew in the history of your <laughs> life. Who is He is actually still a professional wrestler. He is probably in his late 40s, I think, at this point, and he is still doing it. He does more of a comedy thing, so his, it's not quite as physically, physically demanding as some things. But So he can still do it at your advanced age. Exactly. But and maybe we can post this at some point too. But this woman, she makes rugs. They look <gasps> like stone rugs. Is it felted. Yeah, it's all felted. Like the rocks, they're just felted. Well, felted felt. It's it's felted wool, and she makes all of these rocks, and then sews them onto. I don't know what the material is with the. Well, here it says here. Here's how she does it. Well, I, I know how she does it, but with the with like the all the squares and the grid thing. Um, but yeah, she makes them out of all different materials and rabbits and llamas and sheep and all oh, and kinds she of uses stuff. silk to make it, to give it depth and a little bit of like more of a stone look. Yeah. So you have people that like whatever that material is called. Oh, mesh. Like just like, yeah, just like a mesh, but you can, she does full size like room rugs. You can get little bath mats, all kinds of stuff in different colors. And she says she likes to work with the people who are ordering it because you can kind of, you can change the colors if you want like a really dark you know, like really dark stones or really light colored stones. You can do all of that. But she does have an Etsy shop. It's etsy.com slash shop slash Fluss Design, F-L-U-S-S Design. So if you want to check that out, she's, I don't remember where she is. She's not in the United States, I don't think. So you probably pay for shipping. I don't imagine these are super heavy, so it probably won't be crazy expensive. But yeah, oh, well, she got some like blue ones and green ones. Oh, look at that. She's using them in a, th- a, a she's using them in a like a in a water fountain. Yeah, decorative pebbles. So, just something I thought was kind of neat cuz when uh, they started showing like, oh, that's kind of a neat looking rug rock rug. And you're like, thing. wow, like, that lady is strong. Like, well, why would you want that? That doesn't sound very fun to walk on or whatever. It doesn't sound very comfortable. It's like, hey, those are not rocks. That's that's got to be felted. And sure enough, it was felted. So, that is pretty really cool. cool. And again, I'll post that uh, so we can take a look at that as well. Um, oh, this was an interesting one that uh, came to us out of the uh, UK. It's been a while since we've had a, a story from the UK. Normally, all of our stuff comes from there. But this is there's an exhibit, like a, a knitted exhibit going around. It sounds like various churches throughout the UK. Um, it's a, what do they call it, knitted Bible exhibition features 33 Bible stories which have been brought to life in a display of knitted figures with appropriate scenery and backgrounds. So 
Unfortunately, there's only one picture of this and there are no other links to show any of their pictures. I suppose they want people to actually go to the exhibit and kind of see these things in person. But and I was, is the picture sideways as well? This one is definitely sideways. Huh. I mean, I, I don't think that's how it's going to show <laughs> up. Not, in the, <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure why you would display it that way. But So this one here, was that's Noah's Ark. And, of course, you've got two of each of the animals and they're all walking up and down. Actually, these this plank, gangplank thing goes right into the water. So I'm not sure that's the best way to display that. So they're basically sending all these animals to their doom in the water. Well, everyone is in the water, too. Yeah, look at that. The, yeah, camels, the camels are, are in the water. Apparently, at this point, the water is receding and they're all getting either, okay. well, either they're getting on the boat or they're getting off. And at this point, the, the water is not yet very high. But there's 33 different things, um, all knitted. So it's like amigurumi type stuff. Um, where was it? They started with, oh, there's one, I don't know, the Parable of the Lost Sheep, which I am not familiar with, but for which a, a hundred woolly sheep were specially created. So they, this must be a fairly sizable exhibit. There's 33 things. This yeah. one has a hundred sheep in it. And this church must be enormous to be able to show off all this stuff. But one of, where did it say here? I don't remember where it was, but basically it said they started with the Last Supper, which... I don't know. So I, I'm curious to know what stories, like what Bible stories they have included in this whole thing. Because to me, you take a serious subject like the Last Supper and probably a lot of the other things that are in the Bible and make like silly knitted caricatures of that. I feel like maybe that's not the most appropriate thing to do. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that, that Noah's Ark is not, it's not humorous. Well, the camels are kind of funny looking, but. I mean, they all, they're kind of silly. I feel like it looks like. I mean, you know what it is, but they're just kind of silly-looking characters and silly-looking... Uh... It is a basket, though. The basket is not knitted. Oh, yeah, it is a basket, isn't it's it? It's a basket. I just noticed that. The plank is not knitted either. Well, it's hard to tell that it's a basket when it's sideways. You can't it, really tell. Well, if you look at it long enough like this... If you turn your head sideways, <laughs> you can see... No, it's neat. Birds and snakes, but... I wonder if... I wonder how... Yeah, I wonder what the rest of the exhibit looks like. They're keeping it a secret, apparently. They want you to come and see it in And person. that's what I think. Yeah, they're, they're just not showing it because they want you to go. But we're Did not... you Google for it? No, I probably could have done that. but it... pro There might be more pictures if you Google for it. Maybe I will. Did Maybe... you check Instagram? No. Okay. No, I'm not. No. I'm not. I think it's interesting, but I'm not that into it that I'm going to go searching this up. However, if you, listening and watching this, would like to find out more... You can do that. It's called a Knitted Bible Exhibition, I guess, from tomorrow until Tuesday at St. John's Methodist Church. Until tomorrow. What? Is that what you said? Tomorrow until Tuesday. And this was from the... When is this from? There's no date. There's got to be a date, but I don't see it. Oh. Oh, this is from two days ago. So it's from... If you uh, Google it, you can find all kinds of pictures. Friday until... Are they cool? Is it worth Googling? The Adam and Eve is kind of weird. Oh, yeah, there's an Adam and Eve. How detailed is the Adam and Eve one, Lisa? Is it, does it have all the details? <laughs> they're um, wearing. They're wearing. Oh, this is, this is post-Apple when they covered themselves up. Well, that's, that's less <laughs> I would fun. hope so. Well, that's why I was wondering how detailed, because that would be funny. Adam well, kind of looks like uh, maybe what's this his is name? why you should not be doing the Knitted Bible Exposition, I because <laughs> it might not be. I could design that. Adam looks like, uh, what's his name from Last Man on Earth? With mm. the big, big beard and hair. Tandy. Tandy. 
Yeah, there's... Which, there's, that's another thing. If you started watching The oh. Last Man on Earth and you watched the first season and said, this show is absolutely terrible and horrible and I'm never watching this again, watch the second season because the second season is fantastic. It's fantastic. It is really good. And so we got, what, one more episode? Of the second season and then we have the third then season. Then we're going to start the third season. It is really good. It's, it, it's bizarre how good it is. Yeah. Because like, the first It's amazing that we awful. hated him. Yeah. He was horrible. He was like the worst. Well... He was the worst man on earth. He was the the worst man. There's a hundred sheep. There's a hundred sheep. Yeah. So what, that that's our our TV recommendation of the week. Maybe we should make that a normal recurring segment. Is what is our TV recommendation of the week? What are we watching on TV? Which well, is I, not very often. We we only watch a, a very few handful of things to uh, on TV. I don't but know. I I of course you guys you watch a little bit more sometimes. I do. I watch. Um, I watch new episodes of some shows now. You watch new episodes, episodes of some with, shows? Yeah, with um well, I I have a very hard time watching um MasterChef Junior cuz I want to cry for all of the children when they start crying. Yeah, that's pretty fun until they start cutting it's, people at the it's end. It's really really cool yeah. and then the little girl like drops her food on the floor before she goes and can plate it and her face just crumples and then yeah, yeah. and then the little the, the cute little boy with the bow tie, he gets so, eliminated and then you just want to cry, but it's it's really and cool seeing what they make. If you're familiar with what it is, this, these are kids from the ages of like 7 to 12 who are in a cooking competition with Gordon Ramsay, who doesn't swear at them at all. No, he's very nice to them. He's very nice to the kids. He's not so nice to adults, but very nice to the Mm -hmm. kids. So it's Gordon and what's uh, his partner's name? Christina Posey. Christina. And, uh, yeah, these kids do just absolutely amazing things. Like the seven-year-old, they cook infinitely better than than I ever will or care to. Well, and it's so bizarre to me because their palates are, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. And I don't remember. Well, I I always liked weird stuff, but most kids, their palates aren't like refined enough at that point for the stuff that they're making. And they do a wonderful yeah, job. I think they're not refined because parents. Maybe they weren't exposed to they it. Want, yeah, they're not exposed to it. They get hot dogs and macaroni and cheese, which is awesome. Some adults but, still only eat hot dogs and macaroni yeah, and cheese. But I mean, if you're not eating the fancy foods, you're not, yeah. you don't know what you're looking for, what, uh. What's so I good? watched that, and um, the originals is back on now, and I Zombie is back on, and I watch um, Survivor. I'm a little bit of a uh, Survivor and um, Amazing Race junkie. Yeah, but yeah, that's I don't watch much else though. No. Oh, the oh, is it the twelfth? So we 12th are the sixteenth. Our recurring segment, weekly segment of what we're watching or what our recommendation mm-hmm. is. You're burning through all of them right now. So we, this no. will not be for those of you that were looking forward to a new <laughs> weekly recurring no. segment. I was gonna. It's not gonna happen. I was gonna tell you this. Ain't gonna happen here. It's she's talking. She, she's gonna tell another one. Guess what? The new there's a new season of Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. On like the twelfth or something. Yep. There's oh, a, see, he know. He, I know it's on Netflix. I pay attention to Netflix. There was a there was a thing on Facebook that said what's coming on Netflix. So of course, yeah. I stopped and watched the video on on what's on Facebook. That's, that's the important stuff. Let me know when Red Dwarf comes back because that's nowhere and it makes me mad. So no, I watch other shows, but I'll I'll save those for later because apparently I'm ruining all the fun for everybody yeah. later. We you, we had a whole thing lined up that we could talk about. And now we just burn through all of them. There's nothing left to say. Well, I don't know that me saying that I watched The Amazing Race and Survivor 
is really an entire segment. That pretty much that was going to be it. That was going to be it. It's like the the recommendation minute or thirty seconds. In thirty seconds, what do you recommend right now and why? I can I can do that next time. No, I'm saying do it right now. Just go. No, you already did. It's it's oh. the last man on earth. Last man on earth. Watch it. And we have to watch uh, Hunger Games Part Two because we oh, that's the, right. Yeah, because we haven't seen. Is it Mockingjay? Mockingjay Part Two. Yeah, because we had to watch the first the first one again because it was going to expire. Yeah, on it Hulu. was going to disappear. So Amazon, Hulu, Hulu, one of the two. So we had to hurry up and watch that. And I, it was there was a lot more to it than I remember. So we have to watch the. Yeah, so we'll do we that saw that in the point. movie theater. That may be in the last movie that we saw at the movie theater. That's very possible, and that was a long time ago, years ago. <laughs> yeah, I most of the time would rather watch a movie at home anyway. Yeah, there's a bathroom you can pause it. Nobody kicks your exactly. seat. Nobody's playing with their cell phone and lighting up their screen in front of you. Exactly. Although we probably should go to that new that one in Sun Prairie with the big recliners and get food and i've, I've heard that's pretty well, amazing because we have a gift certificate as well oh we do yeah we should use that soon we got it for christmas a year and a before half before it expires there isn't an expiration date on well, it well good we should go and, and use we that get then. free popcorn too what yeah Why i know have we not used that yet i think we were going to go and then i think i got sick or you, you got sick uh, or something stupid getting sick all so, the time we'll have to find a movie that we want to go see yeah we can find one and then we can stop at costco after Oh, that that's an exciting date. So we, we've got it all planned. We're going to see a movie, and then the most romantic thing ever will go to Costco. Some of us don't get to go to Costco whenever we want. Get on to. It's whimsy. so exciting. Oh, it's fun, though. You get excited <laughs> when you come home with stuff. That wears off after a while. But it is still pretty fun, depending on what you find. So I think at this point, we're going to go ahead and bind it off, wrap it up, weave in our ends, call it a day, call it a night, eat some supper. Heat up some leftover Heat up chicken some tortilla leftovers. soup. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff you can freeze, heat it up, and it's equally delicious as when you made it fresh. Except I'm going to put corn in it, so. So that's going to make it worse? It's going to make it even better. Oh, okay, good. Well, the way you said that made it sound like it was going to be bad for some reason. No. I don't usually make stuff that's bad. It. Not usually. Sometimes. Most of the time not, though. So thank you, everybody, for joining us here episode number 87 we're about to put that into the books um again if you have questions comments suggestions you want to participate in the program you want to interact with us here send us an email podcast at elisa the yarnista.com uh follow elisa on all the social media things instagrams and facebooks and twitters ravelry go to the elisa the yarnista.com up in the upper right hand area you'll find all that stuff there click on it it'll take you there follow like subscribe go to youtube subscribe there and get notifications so subscribe and then hit the little bell thing to get notifications for when new videos go up it's not often i'll tell you right now it's not often but it's not as often as the little baby goats no definitely not as often as the baby goats but this way when you're subscribed and sign up for notifications you'll be ready to go once we start uploading stuff or when we have things to go you're going to get them right away so do that. Go to patreon.com, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash elisa the arnista again five dollar level will get you commercial free podcast audio podcast as well as access to the video version every single week and uh, starting next week potentially the live you can come in and watch live 
and comment and have a conversation with all the other Patreons and all the other patrons who are signed up to the $5 level and talk about... You can talk about us while we're sitting right here. Yeah, you can, and we won't say anything about it probably either because we're not going to react to it because that changes the show. We don't want to do that. Is, is, there, is there a transcript available later so I can see what was said in the chat room? I think... You can pay to have that done, or you can set it up to uh, to do like the audio oh. text thing, possibly. But then you have to watch to see it. Because I want to know but what they say about us. I think it does hold on to the chat. Okay. So I think if you, like, I'm pretty sure, which is another cool thing. So like, you go back and watch the video after the fact, after it's no longer live. I think the chat is still there. So whatever people said initially will reappear. Keep that in mind, people. Keep that in mind, people. We will We will see what you're saying. Which is part of the point. Uh, what else? Email, social media, Patreon. Anything else? I feel like there's one more thing that I should say. I can't think of what that would be. No, no? I don't. I can't think of it. All right, then we're going to stop. Talk to Seattle Cider. See if they'll. Uh, yeah. So if you if you have a contact us at Seattle Cider, sort any kind anyway. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll give them the cheap way. Don't even pay us. No money. Just send us a couple cases of uh, Seattle cider. Or vouchers. Or vouchers. If for there's it. a way for us to, you know, just go in and get it. It's probably cheaper just to, then you just be, to you know, mail just ship it. it. Yeah. They could just email it. We'll get our own. Yeah. We're flexible. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll work with you. If it, if it means free cider, we'll do, we'll do whatever's easiest for you at Seattle Cider Company, Seattle, Washington. All right. I think we're time. I think we're done. We're done. We're done? I, I'm hungry. All right. Lisa's hungry. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, what's wrong? You're only having it when you're stressed.